welcome along to the Make It Count podcast. Hi guys. My name is David. My name's Matt. And we are the Taylor Bros. Indeed we are. Trying to make it count. In 2023. So Matt's been on his train, haven't you, of like really diving into the seven habits of highly effective people. Absolutely. And you were saying about like an experiment or like a quote or something. Yeah. So we spoke quite a lot in last episode about the idea of beginning with the end in mind and that habit. And I was reminded of within the chapter, Stephen Covey talks about this this almost uh, challenge he threw out to his students that he was teaching. I don't know if he did this lots or just several times, but it was this. Imagine that you are only going to live until the end of semester, let's say it's three months time. That's, that's, you know that's it. You've only got three months left to live. Well, you still have to turn up to class and be a good student, but spend half an hour now and write down what are the ways that you're going to live knowing that you've only got that much time left. And what are the things that you're going to do? And then he said, and I want you to try and live like that for a week. And he said it was fascinating. He didn't have to give them any instruction other than that. And spontaneously, people were writing home, calling home to say how much they loved their family, reconciling with people. And just it made a huge change. And he said what naturally bubbled out was this desire to express love and to show that. So I I thought that was good. And one of the things we've spoken about before um, is... Three months is quite a good planning cycle. You know, 90 days is long enough to be not just small term, but it's short enough to be in the in the view. So I thought in, in talking about what we're going to do today, what if you only had three months to live? How would that change the way you guys live? How would that change what you want to do on a day to day, on a week to week basis? And if you had that thought in your mind and you had maybe, say, a planner to help you record that journey that would be really interesting yeah so we've talked a lot about journaling in the past today we're going to talk more about planning as as more of like a journaling being what has happened yes you know maybe that day or in the past or processing it and processing thoughts and feelings and emotions and planning being more a bit more forward focused of what's coming next how do i make the most of that that's begin with the end in mind. That's being proactive. Precisely. And so I've done planning and uh, notes for a number of years now, experimented with different things. You know, there's loads of guided planners out there. And then I realized I pulled this from there. I pulled that from there. And like you said, one of the key ideas is that a year-long planner is a bit too long. For most people, if Mm -hmm. I said, what are you going to be doing in a year? Or where do you want to be in a year? That Mm -hmm. just feels... A bit too big and distant. Yeah. It's like if I have a year, I can spend six months wasting, you know, procrastinating yeah, still got six on that. Months to do that. Yeah. Like, you know. And so um but uh, if you plan for a week or a day even, that's just not quite big enough to move enough to, yeah. the big rocks forward yeah. ultimately. And so I can't remember why I saw this or read this, but there's some I think there's some research out there that just suggests that this 90-day period Mm. or three-month period is just that perfect place where it's big enough that you can do accomplish something big, but close enough that it feels like there's an urgency and you can put some intensity into working on it. And as an aside, isn't it interesting that in industry, in the commercial world, what the big companies do, they do their quarterly report. And I think it's precisely for the same reason. It's it's not going to be an accident. And maybe it's because, you know, we live in a 12-month cycle and so it quartered it out. But 
It's not that surprising. Yes. That's a good checkpoint, Mark. So I have created a three-month momentum planner. It's very um, nice. Uh, it's on its already. It's on its third iteration. There you go. Um, three diff- times better than the first one. Well, exactly because the first one was what I used, and when I gave it to other people, they said, "What does this mean?" So <laughs> I was one of those people. You were one of those people. Great <laughs> feedback. It meant a lot to me, but not to other people because they hadn't been on that journey. So now there's more of an intro. There's a guide to how you can go through it, and it's a bit more focused mm. um, around hitting those big three goals and so it's a three-month planner it's got 13 weeks Uh, at the beginning of that time you do a check-in on how you are so there's like 11 different categories health and family uh, family spiritual business all of these different things and you just mark yourself out of 10 how you are on that day and that guides well maybe there was a couple of things i could do to improve that or move that forward and then ultimately, through a process of streamlining, you come down to two or three big things that you want to accomplish in yep. the next three months. And then you design around moving that forward. Mm. So a, every day you can put in, like, this is the priority for the day. These are some secondary things and meetings. And there's plenty of place to doodle, to write notes, to process things and to, to capture those things. And then every week, there's a check-in. Have I moved my big goals forward? Because it's very easy to go, oh, in the next quarter, in the next three months, I want to do this. And in three months' time, it's like, I didn't do that. And so that weekly check-in just allows you to go, oh, yeah, I need to pivot back on there. Why haven't I made progress? Oh, I need to do this to make progress. Or I need to, this is a bigger obstacle than I realised. I need to put a bit more time into that. Mm. What are you hearing, Matt? Well, I've gone through, I think, at least one of these, maybe two. I really enjoyed it. Over the summer, I must admit, I took a break, but that was because you told me to, because you were at that point editing and going, I'm working on the updated edition, so don't buy the old one again yet. Wait until the new one's come out. So you, you've now given, well, you haven't given me one of them, but you've said that that's now ready, so I'll, but you've given me one of the hardback ones yes. from the old edition. So, yeah, you can buy paperback and hardback, and, yeah, the goal is to help, you accomplish the things that you want to accomplish yeah absolutely you can play with it like there were you know i put some guides in there Mm. that have helped me to do that and sometimes you know one of the i'll show you a blank page but like that's any given friday you can see it's a two-page spread top left hand corner top quarter is like priorities and tasks then there's lines and then the second page is all just lines to write in. Yeah, Well, for what you want to do. For what you want to do, yeah. for what you're processing, for yeah. what you're thinking, for what you're planning. Yeah. You can draw if you want. Well, sometimes I fill the whole thing out. I've written like all of it. Yeah. Sometimes I don't write anything. Yeah. And, you know, that's, I suppose sometimes with a guided planner, people can feel it like I'm being driven Interesting. by the planner. Yeah. But actually... If you're listening to this and if you want to go buy it, which I would recommend, even if you just try it out, yeah, um, feel the freedom to play with it and play yeah. with it. I think in the same way that, for example, we've spoken quite a lot about the five-year journal or the five-year planner, there's a, there's a beauty about having a constraint to get you doing it, to mm-hmm. enable you to do it. So the it's beautiful. I mean, obviously, you encouraged me to do this before and we've got a whole bunch of sort of just line notebooks which you can get for dirt cheap where you write it all out yourself but unless you're committed 
it's so easy to be like, oh, I don't really want to do that prompt today because I have to write out the whole question as well. And so having it just written down in a format which is nice and appealing just makes it so much smoother process in the morning. I'm like, okay, I'm going to write that down. And what I quite like to do with those two page spread is like, you know, you've got the three big goals for the day. You've got maybe what are your meetings and what are the other small priorities or the small tasks I need to do. And then you've got some lines and I go, okay, these are where I'm going to write a couple of sort of daily prompts like, you know, how could, one could be, how could I make it count today? Or maybe like, uh, I really like this one, which is kind of like, how can I make today fun? Mm -hmm. You know, um, I learned that from another podcast and it reframes challenges or hard things into like a, a fun challenge and a, a way to make it interesting or who can I serve today? So those are that. But the right hand page, I love to use as my evening reflection. Mm. How did today go in light of those? Because again, it's well and good to set your goals, but the the cycle gets completed when you do a review mm -hmm. and just to go, okay, cool. How did I get, you know, not just tick it off, but what did I encounter today that was struggling or what did I overcome today that was worth celebrating? Maybe uh, a good one is just, what's a couple of things I'm grateful for today? That's always a helpful question. It's, it's a practice that I always, it's incredible. Gratitude journaling, I love, and I'm always encouraging people to do it. You know, Susie Potter loves the fact that I'm encouraging people to do it, but it's so easy to slip out of it. I think because we were so much in a cynical, everything's doom and gloom world. So it's a practice that I want to continue doing. But yeah, I do that. I love the fact that you said you could draw in it. You could, you could, you could maybe a future edition, your option for blank pages for people to draw on. Yeah, that's true. But <clears throat> use it as use it as a tool, as an introduction. Yeah, because I often do what you do, which is use it more as a reflection. Like I planned out the big things. Sometimes I'm writing arrows of like, within that big thing, these three things need to happen. Mm. And I cross it off as I go, which is always satisfying, you know, and you can write, I've yeah. done the big priority, I've done the second priority, and I've done the third priority. Yeah, you know, that's brilliant. But sometimes if I'm going to maybe sometimes if I have a more stressful day or something that I anticipate to be quite hard, I'll write intentions. Yes. I need to show up this way or I need to not let this get over overwhelming or yes. to stop me from starting or I know that I'm tired today huh. and so if I'm not careful I won't prioritize the priority interesting and so I need to ensure that I don't get distracted on the way and so sometimes it can be really helpful I'm not doing that all the time but again it's look free. it up if you type in the three-month momentum planner into amazon.co.uk or.com um, or some of the others as well it should be there you should be able to find it go buy it try it out we can put the links in the show notes yeah we'll do that as well and let me know because yeah like i said i'm on my third iteration if you go this didn't work or can you add this bit in i'll see does it match with what the whole what i'm trying to accomplish which yeah. is to help you accomplish the things that are important absolutely for you and I'm, I'm willing to change this and edit it so that it works best for the maximum number of people. Absolutely. And just, you know, I go back to the question we started with, you know, if you only had three months left to live, how would that change the way that you're doing it? And, and in such a way that you can't just drop all your big commitments, but you'll still have to, you know, you still want to show up almost like you're going to hand the baton on to someone else. Mm. At the end of that three months, how would that change the way you live the next three months? Mm. So give it a go. This is what I, I used to handwrite this all out every week, every month. So I've been doing something like this for three or four years already, probably. Wow. Um, I've used this specific 
it won in different iterations three or four times already so i'm not just chucking it out there it is something i use that i found really valuable yeah so i'm sure you found it a couple of other people that have used it have found it useful as well um, absolutely so that's all for this week go and make it count and we will speak to you and see you next week we've got a special episode next week mm-hmm. can't wait